0: On this week's episode of That's Enough Already, I chat to my good friend Nazim Hussain. And you can follow him on socials Nazim Hussain. He's on everything Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the lot. He's also on Netflix under Comedians of the World, New Zealand, and Australia, which we filmed in Montreal. And he's a very, very funny man. Follow him. Shh, that's quite
1: enough. Just, stop. Just shut your mouth, I. Don't give a stuff, zip it, shush, please. Uh, 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 uh. Yes, I can hear. But I don't care that's
0: enough already. Shut up, oh, shush. So I've got a personal trainer now and he's really? Got really? A cat. How long? How long yeah. has he been going on for? Since November but he's got an app and I have to share my food with him so now all of a sudden I've become like fucking Nigella Lawson So what, you, then, you? Yeah. no no but then I have to send him photos of my food and my snacks and everything even the drinks that I have but now I've become like Nigella because I don't just want to send these boring photos <laughs> now I've got fucking nasty <laughs> around and on days where I eat like shit then I text friends and I go what are you guys eating tonight can you see my photos so I can load it on this fucking you
1: app you liar so what about yeah. if you're eating shit in bed do you, do you take a photo of the crumbs on your on your doona and send it to him and go uh, Just had a bag of twisties
0: Nazim, what kind of fucking animal do you think I am eating in bed eating that or crumb well you don't eat junk food in bed no you changed I don't eat in bed I'm a fucking grown up no I, oh I eat in the lounge like a normal fucking human being
1: I don't know how we've managed to stay friends for so long Like I, I'm on a different level I'm like so beneath you I feel like I need to act right or, or talk proper I had yogurt in bed last night okay that's on junk food not so junk food, but it's still you no. Know, I'm doing it, but I eat in bed regularly. I'll, I'll brush my teeth, and I'm like, oh, it's yogurt. So that's what's it going to do to my teeth?
0: It's going to rot out of your face. Are <laughs> You throw the top on the ground. No, throw it. The okay,
1: the spoon, I will lick it clean. Uh, 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 I'll rest it on a tissue next to my bed, and then the you know the container, I will just sort of toss it on the floor.
0: Pick it up in the morning. We need to find your wife. Chop, chop! This is some bullshit. You can't well, just be throwing your stuff on the ground. Who's Holy there? There's shit. no one. There's no one. This is what happens when you live at home by yourself. I live alone. I don't. I don't have yoga container next to my bed.
1: So Did you walk past your bedroom and judge
0: yourself? No. Okay. Let me ask you this: Do you make your bed in the mornings when you wake up? Do you go? I'm, I'm out of bed now. I'm going to make the bed, or do you just leave it? No, no.
1: I've, 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 I listened to some audio book where he, where basically the guy was like, um, if you make if you make 1% improvements in your life a 100 way 100 times, basically it's a little thing but it has a big impact on your life so do it yeah. but otherwise yeah. before that audiobook um i uh, just you know what's the point of doing your bed when you're going to get back in it
0: anyway oh yes yeah, see see i'm um, like i like to i get up in the morning then I, I have to go to the bathroom first i don't know these people who can wake up and just no nah, i go, go, go to the bathroom yeah, no, I like, oh, I'm literally holding it in, doing, you know, working the kegel exercises till I get to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> I mean, where else are you supposed to reply to emails and read the news and text your friends?
0: That first one in the morning, that is all business for me. That's not, like, I don't even have phone <laughs> for of the phone. You just focus. Mate, hard out. There's no, <laughs> Wait, there's so no you're, messing up missing
1: So if you're living by yourself, you don't even need to worry about the noise.
0: What noise? I'm having a pee. Oh, uh,
1: well. Oh yeah, so that's that's what you call business, isn't? It? All business.
0: Yeah, yeah. Gersh,
1: you were talking about number twos.
0: No, not first thing in the morning. Who shits when they open their eyes? You need oh you God. need to let things oh, I've, go. I've, admit,
1: I've admitted what? too much.
0: You've had the whole night to. <laughs> wait, wait. So you, you open your eyes in the morning? You're like, I'm ready to shit right now. Oh yeah. You?
1: Well, the guy who had yoga before he went to sleep. <laughs> I've got so much culture. I just need to get rid of.
0: Okay, you've heard it here first. If you're constipated, (laughs) bottle of yogurt in the in bed after you brush your teeth.
1: Have the yogurt. (laughs) Don't even get out of bed because it could mess things up. All right, you need to just stay there. At least
0: it ferment overnight, (laughs) and then when you open your eyes, it's go time. There you (laughs) go. Oh my god, I've never heard of anything. (laughs) I can't imagine opening my eyes and going. It's time to go.
1: Well, I'll tell you also why, because so you, you just mentioned your PT. I've got a PT guy who I have to fill out an Excel spreadsheet daily with my weight, my steps, and my calories. And I kind of forget about the calories often because you're supposed to document them, but I often forget. You know, if, you, if you're going to send your weight, you might as well give yourself the best possible chance to have a good number.
0: You know, you can just lie. My PT goes, did you weigh yourself today? And I go, no, and it's none of your fucking business. (laughs) Then he knows. (laughs) Then he knows. Bitch... Bitches on the roll. We're not going <laughs> to go down that path. How did you choose your victim? I've known him. His name's Victor, Victor Davis. Victor. And he is such a sweetie. So I, I met him because he used to play cricket with my nephew, and he's still the captain for the New Zealand indoor squad. So what? you can go look, it, look him up, Victor Davis. Oh, my God. Uh,
1: well, clearly they're not doing that well if he's got enough time to train you as well. Shouldn't he be focusing on them?
0: He's like 28, so I think it's like his last year or his last couple of years, but it's seasonal. It's indoor. It's not oh, like okay. he's standing in the sun for fucking... It. It's not like
1: a real game. I don't want to bag indoor.
0: Yeah, no, please don't. I, I used to play <laughs> indoor. I love it. Because it's kind of like, oh, I want to be out there in case it rains. I mean, I don't play
1: sport, by the way, so I can't be making fun of something. You, you obviously...
0: Sport. What kind of fucking Sri Lankan are you that you don't know anything about cricket? No one plays cricket in the rain. That's why we oh. have the duck with
1: Lewis. I'm oh, sorry. You I, yeah, you're right, 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 you're right, right. No, you're talking indoor cricket. Sorry. I, I heard indoor
0: soccer. They're never going kind to of let you back in the country when you pull oh, that There ship. goes my
1: citizenship. There goes, there goes yeah. everything.
0: No, so I met I met him when he was still in high school and I met his dad, um, you know, Wait,
1: sort of. you played. him when he was in high school because you're much older than him. Yeah. What the hell were you hanging out with high school boys for?
0: No, because he went to school with my nephew. So they used to be yeah. friends and he'd come around and, you know, you know, Teenage boys, always fucking yeah. hanging around. Whoever's got the most food. We're yeah. African. There's always food. You know, <laughs> we love we love to feed. So he comes over and he's always eating. And, you have a bride.
1: He's so cool. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Up. Oh. So, mm. but but he's love a shit. But he's a nice guy too. So mm. I said, I, I want a personal trainer, but it can't be a lesbian. It can't be a woman. Mm. Mm. And it can't be a gay guy because then we're just gonna hang mm. out.
1: Oh, so, so why then, not a lesbian? Because you, you you want to. Hit on oh, him. I just
0: I yeah, I just get distracted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he's not distracting at all. He's just he's all business. No,
0: because I've known him, you know, for forever. Yeah. He feels like my nephew, you know. Does you
1: does, do you have to So my the PJ that I go he he makes me send him he makes me. He he says once a week I have to send him progress pictures. I missed the last couple of weeks. Do you send him nudes? Not nudes, but um after a session so I can, oh. you know, I can be in a singlet or he has encouraged me to send him without my top on, but I've never sent anybody a topless photo of myself. Or and then he'll comment, he'll come back with the, with the photo annotated, and going, good to see the the weights that we're doing here is working there, and blah blah blah. And uh, but the thing is, he never says a negative thing. Everything is a compliment, even when I've clearly just slacked off for a week. He'll be like, oh, it's yeah. good. We see your body definitely repairing itself. Yeah. And yeah. th- that's what your body needs. It's, it's always yeah.
0: I'm so full <laughs> of shit. I, so what I do is Victor. I go. I'll translate. I, I can translate PT talk. And he goes, <laughs> look, we don't always need to give it a hundred, hundred and ten percent. I go, <laughs> oh. So you're basically saying, look here, you lazy fat cunt. You didn't do very good today. Now you need to pick up the pies. <laughs> like, and then he just laughed. I go, hey, what, what are we doing to get my gut smaller? He goes, you're going to need to eat better. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay.
1: So what does, he, um, what, what does he tell you about your food? Is your diet managed by him or do you just have to tell him what you eat.
0: No, I just have to tell He does advise me. We've gone mm. through the whole um, nutritional thing and, you know, what mm. I should – because I love fruit and I still mm. eat fruit. I, you know, it's like he says, this, yeah. you don't look like this from all the bananas you've eaten. You know, like,
1: <laughs> yeah exactly no, no one's died of a heart attack from bananas yeah,
0: your ass ain't enormous because you had a, you know a whole ton of sugars. there's so much sugar in fruit no one's ever had heart disease because of the sugar in fruit yeah that's what I like when people go like especially these because these people who are so into keto at the moment they're like no man i, I haven't had a, fr- a piece of fruit and i'm like oh, fuck out of yeah, your shit exactly
1: like, I mean- <laughs> they don't have enough yoga before bed
0: but Then I'm like, every day I'll have two or three pieces of fruit. And I said to Victor, I can't not have fruit. He goes, I'll never tell you not to eat fruit. He goes, you didn't get to this size because you eat fruit. He goes, you get to this size because you eat takeaways, chips and chocolate and shit like that.
1: Are you a savory person or a sweet tooth or both?
0: Oh my God! I don't discriminate. You know yeah, I me. Mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. full acceptance of everything. Mm-hmm. I love yeah.
1: everybody. <laughs> and you're in deep trouble because you're in New Zealand. You guys have Whittakers, and that is the best chocolate in the world. I seriously lost my mind at the airport in Auckland. You got that big Whittaker's wall of yeah. all the different flavors. When Whittaker stopped selling it Woolworths here in Australia, I actually called them, emailed them, tweeted them, Facebook messaged them. It's like, well, what's going on? Where, where is the Whittaker's creamy milk? And then they got back to me on all the forums and said, we're just changing the recipe slightly. It'll be back shortly. I said, how long? And then they brought it back and it was okay. But when you go to New Zealand, oh, my God.
0: Hey, I'll send you, um, Mm -hmm. women, you just slide into my DMs. I'll send you a whole pack because we've got got flavors here that you'll never get in Australia. We've got the artisan, the thin ones. It's like... Pear and um, nut and um, plum and so on. Oh, nice.
1: A freaking... bit fancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. like fine dining. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's really yeah. good. Oh, but I'll inhale them. And actually, so the PT, he goes, just tell me what you eat. Pretty much he started off what you're doing. Like he just said, just tell me. Well, what you're eating. That kind of changes your eating habits just by knowing what you're eating. So just you know, document it. But then he goes, I said, Oh man, I'm eating a lot of sugar. Clearly, I just go through a slab sometimes a day. So he goes, All right, well, did you know that if you can see it, you'll eat it? So he advised me to put all the junk food in from my house in the car boot. So then if I want it, it's there, but I've got to go to the car boot. And so in my car boot right now, are two bags full of chocolate and sometimes at say 10:30 at night i'll go to the car boot in my bare feet and just eat chocolate out of the carpet and then come back inside
0: see that won't work for me it, it'll melt all together and then i'll just have to eat this basically a chocolate bowling ball in front of the tv you'll just find me I, dead I, in my undies with just melted <laughs> chocolate on everything,
1: I'm not even exaggerating. That's actually happened to me. That's what I, I often eat just melted chocolate that is then hardened, and it's still ch- it tastes the same. <laughs> if you're at the car boot eating chocolate, you're already at a pretty low you've point given in up. your day. Yeah. yeah, you've given up. Yeah. yeah. The neighbours know; they know the deal. Actually, yeah. like um, sometimes I don't know. Um, I, I'll get a chocolate as a gift or, for, or Christmas presents, whatever, and either I keep it in the house or I eat it or I put it in the car boot. But what I've been doing lately is just to the neighbours, just giving them slabs of chocolate, Tim Tam packets, um, just anything, anything that I don't want, I'll just offload it to the neighbours. So I've become pretty popular around here.
0: That's what I do now because same people give me chocolates and treats and stuff, and I give it to Victor, to the <laughs> trainer. I'm like, I want him to get fat. You want- so. <laughs> Yeah, I can go, mate. You let yourself. Go. Imagine if you get him fat and you get
1: super ripped. That just, it just feels like some sort of fair equation. It's just a maths equation.
0: I think it's, it's somehow what Mother Nature would want. Yeah. One, exactly. give us and you take us. That's give how you it it take it. You know
1: exactly where the, the energy went, the stored energy. Let
0: me ask you so your sister just yeah. got Order of Australia. Order of fucking Australia. How old is she?
1: She's uh, younger than me, she's 34. Fuck, mate. I know she's, which is pretty much like being knighted in Australia. um, She's been getting letters from the governor, from federal ministers and just people who are really important. The thing is, she hasn't even posted about it. Like, I don't, it, it really annoys me that she is clearly distinguished and has something yeah. to boast about, but she doesn't. And here I am boasting about, hey, guys, uh, you know, I'm half sold out a show or just anything, and that's the most annoying part. got a
0: bowling ball of chocolate in my boot, you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm waiting for a letter from Dan Andrews about this bowling ball of chocolate. <laughs> I, feel, I can't believe it's 34 at uh, yeah. order of Australia, but mm. you have to kind of look at it, like I love your sister, you know that, right? Yeah. But now I'm like, she's peaked.
1: Exactly. All I mean.
0: This is the thing. I was told her, I was like, look, you might think you, you know,
1: this is a great point in your life, but you're looking at the the the, the last half of your life now. Everything just
0: gets yeah. shitter. So, you yeah. know, you should have yourself like the rest of us. I mean, we are pacing the tits yeah. of our, oh. our careers at the moment. <laughs> I've got some friends who are definitely pacing themselves. Yeah, I'm walking backwards just because I want to live Mate. longer. I mean, I have been going parallel for such a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like white lining the line. Actually, <laughs> Ursula, you are friends with the Prime
1: Minister of New Zealand, okay? I, I think you're you, you pretty much peaked. I think you've peaked. You
0: know, but because I, I, I never talk about, I don't mention her. Yeah, it
1: never comes up. True, but that doesn't mean you're not friends with her now. You can't beat that. Who, what better friend? Unless you become friend, who else can you be friends with? Nelson Mandela has passed away. Oprah and Gail. Oprah.
0: Oh, you can still become friends. Yeah. Who and no, who? Think, and Gail, her best friend. What do you mean, who? Oh, I'm so sorry. I have I'm no sorry. idea who I've, that is. I've. I just felt <laughs> a massive pang of disappointment, but for you. You don't eat yogurt in bed, so I'm judging you as well. Yeah, we all we all have our problems. Wait, who the hell is Gail? Who's Gail? Who's that? That's Oprah's best friend. They've been friends for like thirty odd years, even longer. I don't
1: know. Oh, so there's still places for you to go in your friendship. Yeah, operation. yeah, there's yeah.
0: heaps of places still that I can. Heaps of people. Mm. I haven't I have met Dan Andrews in person. Dan Andrews. Know. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's in and out of favor with people. I still want to meet Margaret Court. Hey? Oh my god. What would you <laughs> I would flirt the absolute pitch of my if I I would flirt. I would make this so uncomfortable. I she's either gonna punch me or kiss me, one of the two.
1: You should just compliment her on her on her views on same sex marriage. You know what? I've always agreed with you on what you yeah. think about same sex marriage. You know, it's That's disgusting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Give me a hug if you like. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but she, I mean, that's the thing. She got, she got an order of Australia too.
0: But to be fair, yeah, no, no one sort of respects hers. Nah, you no, know. true.
1: I posted a photo of my sister getting that and I think I got more likes for my sister's achievement than I have gotten for anything in my career ever.
0: But also I have to say, that photo mm. of your sister, mm. she looked off the charts. Yeah, she, yeah she's, married. She's, she's married. She's married. Matt, doesn't make her ugly. No, like, no. but you were hitting on her over text. Actually, I
1: read out your text to her and she was yeah. like, because you said you'd convert for her, and then she yeah. goes, who's converting, me or her? As in, I think my sister was suggesting that she would convert to being gay. I, oh, or I'm not sure. <laughs> so.
0: Honestly.
1: <laughs> that was an uncomfortable conversation <laughs> at my family house <laughs> in front of her I, husband.
0: I could just, I could just imagine mum just going, yeah, this is this sounds like a great fucking <laughs> lady. yeah exactly it's just another wedding my mom just cares about more parties no I mean I reckon that would be amazing what an awesome story if your Mm. sister and I sort of met in the middle you Mm. know Mm. we that could be another peak or another trip. Yeah, I, I mean, no, because she could now, after this, go into a bit of a slump and go, "We two from now, you know." Mm. and, and oh, I mean, then you're whole. there to,
1: to pick up the pieces. She's just lost. Yeah,
0: then Mar- Margaret Court and I break up, and then I pursue your sister.
1: Oh my god, that's a yeah. great story. You know, actually, do you know the guy who wrote that book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, Mark Manson? Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to his live talk thing. About our manager, Beck put on. And he was talking about how when he put out that book and it became like a New York Times bestseller. And that was like, as a writer, that's like the, you know, the high, that's as good as you can get ever. And he was like, oh, my God, this is my dream come true. I'm now living my dream. I'm a Mm bestselling author, number one around the world. But then he was like, he actually said he then went into like some sort of a depression because he's like, okay, I'm living my dream. This is what it is. Is there anything else to life? This doesn't feel much better. I'm still day-to-day... I don't really know my purpose anymore. He didn't have – so apparently when people kind of like they become rich or famous or they get an order of Australia, then afterwards they don't have much to – they need a new height to reach for. So maybe – I'm not – by the way, I'm not wishing my sister
0: uh, anything but the best. She's my best friend, but I'm just saying – But that's why you want her with me. Is that what I'm reading into this situation? What I'm saying is you
1: might have a chance to pick her up when she's – Yeah. This is (laughs) – I feel this like a buddy. Weird, weird matchmaker
0: <laughs> <laughs> for my married let's, sister. Let's hope, let's hope her husband isn't listening to this <laughs> podcast. Going. I thought Nazim would have my back, but I'm wrong. You're very close to your family. I'm very close to my family. We travel the whole world together. We're both Minority Deluxe, like um, a got woman, got boxes, woman in comedy, boxes. lesbian, yeah, immigrant, the whole thing, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And I too am a lesbian, a woman in comedy.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, how many, how many Muslim Sri Lankans are there in comedy that you know of?
1: I'm trying to discourage any funny Muslim in Sri, Sri Lanka to just – just stick to yeah. accounting. Now there's there's there's, <laughs> there's 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 only me. Dill Dill Jaisinger, his mum is Muslim. I don't yeah. know if he identifies as a Muslim. Yeah, but uh, look, I'm just going to say me. And uh, if anyone else is considering it, just don't. You know, there's, yeah. not, there's not there's no money in it, and it's really it's actually really horrible. Everyone's bad to you.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel about South African leads. I'm like, nah. how many South? Are
1: there South African? New Zealand lesbian comedians.
0: No. There's other South Africans, but there's not other South African lesbians. But but I, I do think it's great. Like I I mean I still live in fear every single day that my mother or my sister will be captured and one of those Karen um clips, you know, like in bunnings. I always say to my mom because she gets so fired up because South Africans are very opinionated and loud and no, I always say to my Mom, if you ever give someone shit in a bunnings, because she went, <laughs> I went to Bunnings the other day and I asked them for something and they looked at me like I'm fucking stupid. So then I had to say to the woman, Do you think I'm fucking stupid? I said, Listen, if anyone pulls out a phone, I don't want you to defend your actions or defend just turn around <laughs> and walk away. I cannot have this bitch go full Karen on someone. <laughs> just, in the show.
1: just turn around, say "Black Lives Matter," and walk off. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, that I is so accept
0: fear. everyone. Fuck, it's a real fear.
1: I think my mom is like a, she'd be a brown Karen as well. She she immediately just turns to, where's your boss? Get me the supervisor and she will just go all out. But I think because she's a brown woman in hijab, it probably won't go as viral so easily because it's a bit complicated. Like, oh, she's being rude to the manager, but she looks like a nice Sri Lankan woman. So, yeah, but I reckon if your mum, if she's a white woman in South Africa, especially with the
0: accent... Oh, and she's got it hard. She's that's got a Karen that, accent. That, that's a real Yeah, Yo, yo, I need to speak to your manager. Oh, like that. like, that's, oh no, that's no, so many, no.
1: thousands of likes right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, that shit will go off. And immediately they'll go, oh, typical fucking South African.
1: <laughs> Which city? Is she in Joburg? No, she's in Christchurch. She lives in New Zealand. Oh, England.
0: she's in Christchurch. Oh Man, yeah. Christchurch
1: is, like, different place, isn't it? It's, like, the widest place on earth. It feels like you've gone a little bit back in time to, like, you know, in yeah. Melbourne, in Victoria, we've got this place called Sovereign Hill where they everyone dresses up like they're in the olden days, and you can mine yeah. for gold. And everyone's like, "Good day, sir. Hello, madam." Um, Christchurch feels a little
0: bit like you've gone back in time. It's all a little bit yeah. English. Yeah, but it's not a pretend. It's just you've gone back in time. It's nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> Actually, I have to say this: like before the big earthquake, when was that? Ten years ago, Christchurch is very white, very Kiwi, very you know, sort of. If you went there, and I used to say to Julie when we're there, i go, don't hold my hand, we're just sisters. You just, I didn't feel safe there. Like as an immigrant, if I go anywhere else, people go, oh, where are you from? And Christchurch oh. would go, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> But then after the earthquake, we got all these um, immigrants in that were coming to help with the rebuild. So we had Filipinos coming in and lots of Indian guys and they were all builders and stuff. And now all of a sudden, oh, we've got all multicultural.
1: I went there when the Cricket World Cup was on. When when was that? Like a few years ago. Heaps, obviously, heaps of like immigrants and stuff someone was telling me about this website because you know all the hotels that uh, there's heaps of these buildings that are still standing um, yeah. but they have to be abandoned because technically they're dangerous because of the earthquake. And so they're just, but they're completely empty but they're effective. If you look at it, you go, oh, that looks like a perfect undamaged building. But there's these websites that actually tell you which hotels are the best to stay at, to squat in. So you can basically, yeah. people are just going in there in these abandoned hotels and just sleeping in the beds And because it's dangerous to even go in there to take the furniture out. So there's just, until they knock it down, you could actually find free accommodation in Christchurch in these very dangerous kind of buildings that are apparent. yeah,
0: Well, just like the week or so, like I think for about a month after the earthquake, there was this um, hotel that had moved completely on its foundations, right? Oh, wow. But it was still standing, but it completely turned and it wasn't safe. Like people's jewellery, their phones, everything was still in there, right? Oh, Wow. And they couldn't, because they just evacuated, but they couldn't get anything out. And uh, the the police, no one was prepared to go in there. Then after a month, the hotel manager and the, earthquake people all went in there uh, just at the bottom to see and they could hear something and there's a homeless man who had been living in the hotel and he's just moving from room to room, <laughs> eating <laughs> eating the minibar and oh, drinking all of the booze and just that having is the, the life. time of his life. Oh, my
1: God, that's amazing. That is actually, imagine just having a hotel. You know, like, the, have you ever had that fantasy where, like, if you just, this is my fantasy, you know, you're locked in the supermarket overnight And you could just eat anything and everything and just go nuts, play with all the toys. I used to think of that as a kid, like imagine being locked in here.
0: Over a long weekend when they would still close the shop for the whole long weekend, you're like, no.
1: Oh, well, I guess I'll just eat my way to death.
0: But with my my luck, I'll be in a shop that only sells food and there's no blankets and you freeze (laughs) to death. They'll they'll get you in front of the yogurt section just frozen
1: (laughs) to death. Oh, yeah, you get all the expensive yogurts as well. You know, because I'm away from your Mondays. If you go Mondays in Melbourne, yogurt's on sale. Just learned that as a kid.
0: Oh, no, on Tuesdays, if you go to the supermarket, most of the meat uh, are discounted. Really? Yeah, because then it's Tuesday to Tuesday. So Tuesday mornings, hmm. they put the special stickers on all the meat, and you can get it for a lot cheaper. So I always go Tuesday morning.
1: Imagine being an animal who's then who's killed and then you yeah. uh, and then your meat just gets chucked in the bin. It's just not even eaten.
0: See, that's what I say with vegans who won't eat or you know, won't even wear leather shoes and that. It's like it's almost like the cow died for no reason. They're gonna, they're gonna
1: chuck the cow in the bin.
0: Yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna kill it anyway because you know other yeah. there's more, especially in New Zealand, there's more sheep and cow than there's people. Yeah, we need yeah. to kill them, you know. Like, and also I think it's unfair if people don't eat meat because mm. they are the biggest polluter in New yeah. Zealand, you know, with all yeah. the gases. And stuff.
1: Oh, and it's so rude as well. Like they don't, yeah. you know, they swear. But imagine, okay, what about can they, can vegans eat a dead animal? No. So if an animal just dies, can you eat it? No, I think you're thinking paleo.
0: <laughs> 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 I don't know all the diets, but that sounds very paleo. <laughs> I, uh, did you, have you ever thought about milk
1: being the breast milk of an animal?
0: Yeah, often. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that
1: kind of grosses me. Out. So if I think about it too much, it's like, oh, okay, I'm effectively having an animal's breast milk.
0: No, uh, no, that doesn't bother me. Hi, I want to quickly ask you something. There's two things when it goes – When it's quiet for me, I think Mm. about this. I once kissed a woman who's 92 right on Mm. her dentures. She was still talking. And in South Africa, we kiss on the lips, you know. It's, it's weird, but we do it. And, and when you say goodbye or hello, or whatever, we kiss on the lips. Yeah, so, really? Men, women, everybody. Yeah, when you well, you know, when someone you know when you show respect, oh, yeah. okay, so you okay. kiss goodbye. Yeah. So I, she was still talking. I thought she was done. Uh, <laughs> I had a few drinks and it was my 30th and I was like, okay, I'm ready to go because we're going to go party. And I kissed her while she was still talking and I kissed her right on the dentures and I will never forget the feeling of, what my lips on her plastic teeth felt. Oh. I think about that too much. Ursula, er, I, thing- I think you need to engage <coughs>
1: a lawyer because it, it sounds like you. It sounds like you're just. This is some sort of weak defense for you just lunging at someone without warning or consent. Is this what happened? Look-
0: Oh, I was at a party. It's a cultural thing to just bash someone at the end of a conversation. Yeah, well, it is for us. So don't be <laughs> racist. But I would, I wouldn't talk about it normally. But she was ninety three back then. That was for my thirtieth. So it was fifteen years ago. I think if you know what I mean. She's. Okay, so i not going to remember the incident. Or she's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then the other thing is something you said. Like, I'm an immigrant and I I identify strongly as immigrant and I get very worked up as an immigrant because people will, um, sometimes just in conversation, talk about these fucking immigrants. (laughs) And I go, mate, I'm an immigrant. And they go, yeah, but you know what I mean, like that. Um, You know, and they don't take offense to me being an immigrant because I look like them, especially in Australia and New Zealand, right? But. Then you said something, and it's just really stuck with me, like kissing that denture. Um, when you get in a cab, you don't think, "Oh, here's an expat."
1: Yeah, they're immigrants because yeah. immigrants is like the the dirty type, the uh, yeah. the ones that are, are you know delivering your your, your your food and you know cleaning the Seven Eleven or working at 7-Eleven. But when you see a backpacker, ooh. Oh, you're, expat. You're, you're expat. You're you must be from yeah. France or Europe or like even when you're in like you're overseas and you're hanging out with other Australians and they're talking about other Australians, they're like, Oh me and a couple of expats are catching up tonight. Why yeah. would you you're an immigrant. You're freaking immigrants. Or oh, we're all expats. It's stupid. It- Kind of pisses me off a little bit.
0: Yeah, but see, that, I just thought, fuck, that's so good. Like, you know, like the expat versus immigrant thing, it's like mm. if you're palatable and you fit in and you're not offensive, you don't look different, you're an expat. But the minute you're a bit different or you have a different language, like I know when I'm in a supermarket with my mom or in the mall or whatever and we speak Afrikaans, you kind of get that look uh, that's yeah, you. yeah. Or why don't you fuck off back where you came from? If you,
1: if you put on a British accent, suddenly they'll be like, oh, are you enjoying your time here? Yeah. What do you think of the place? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's even just the way, just words are so weird, like even, a, a, you know, Captain Cook settled in Australia, or just the, the word settled, it sounds so civilised and beautiful, and but, you know, as opposed to invader or something, you know, like yeah. if Saudi Arabia invaded Australia, it would be like, they invaded Australia, not, oh, they settled here. They settled here. Yeah. But if
0: France came and settled here, we'd be like, oh, it's, it's, they settled here. It's just a – Yeah, so so if if you're happy with settling, why aren't you welcoming all those boats with the refugees? Because they're here to settle. They're expats. They're just a bunch of yeah. backpackers, you know. <laughs> they're just
1: – they're on their gap year. <laughs> and they literally do have backpacks, you know. Some of them don't even – <laughs> they probably oh. smell better than backpackers to yeah, be. Yeah, they're just a back they're just some hitchhikers, actually, you know. <laughs> and they're probably more qualified than backpackers that spend more money than backpackers do. Backpackers are the biggest freaking tight asses. You know, they 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 are from wealthy families and they travel around. Don't even bloody they'll bargain with locals in third world countries.
0: All they bring is good linen pants
1: and <laughs> smelly
0: armpits and dreadlocks on white people, which and, and hacky sacks an Yeah, if you're a white person listening to this and you have dreadlocks, what the fuck are you doing with your life? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. Unless it's Tim Minchin. Does Tim Minchin have dreadlocks? No, he just has weird hair. It's because he's ginger. Don't go for the gingers, mate. We can't in one podcast go for people with dreadlocks, gingers and fucking vegans. And animals. Yeah, let's do you want (laughs) to? chuck in some cyclists and get it done with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This will be the most talked
1: about podcast ever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So here's the thing. What shits you about other people? What do other people do that absolutely shit you to death? I
1: mean, there's probably a lot. You know, people that
0: um, that
1: start conversations with you but don't actually care whether you have time to talk to them. So whether, like, you're in a rush and you're at the supermarket – and someone just starts talking to you and, and engages in a long story when you're physically just trying to present to them and communicate to them that I've got to get out of here. I don't care about what you're saying. Please wrap this up. But they just do not pay attention to that and steal your time. You know, if time is money, They they, mm-hmm. they owe me money. People like that. People that talk to you when you clearly don't want to talk. Is that a. Am I being incredibly antisocial?
0: No, 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 because now we get to the what shits you about yourself because I want to show. Oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I <no>. like. <laughs> love- oh, my God. <laughs> what do you do, same That shits you to absolute death. And I've witnessed this in various countries that you and I have traveled together. I've already <laughs> cut fucking ties with the person. I'm walking away. What do you do, Nazeem? Well, You know what? Maybe that's what it is. You're
1: more honest to the world. I think if you don't want to talk yeah. to someone, you just piss right off. And I am there making conversation with the most draining people on the planet. Oh my God, yesterday, yeah. some guy came up to me and I thought it was Heath Franklin. You know Heath Franklin? My eyes are a bit dumb. I don't know. I'm just a stupid in the break But anyway, it was not. It was some guy with a photo album, he takes photos of anyone from TV. He took a photo of me and then he wanted me to, he went through the entire album and had to film oh, no. a television show. And I couldn't tell him, I just couldn't tell him to piss off. Because oh, he had a photo album. So I don't know what to do. there. Is so he
0: living with you now? Is he in the back there somewhere? Because that's kind of your mo.
1: <laughs> Listen, I don't. I always wrap up conversations. I don't know how to wrap up conversations. This is what shits me about myself. I don't know how to stop a conversation. Um, so I'm, my complaint is about other people not making it easier for me. But yeah, normally I'll end a conversation by going, "Cool, good to catch up. Um, let's catch up soon We're next week, and I'll st- I'll just." offer a time when I don't even want to see them. Now I've just locked myself into another commitment, you know, and if someone says something like, yeah, I'm looking for a place to live, I'll probably accidentally offer, even though I don't want to, I'm not generous, I just feel like that's what I should say. Yeah, come stay with me. And then I have to find a way to get out of that and I just end up like ghosting them. I once changed my phone voicemail to pretend it was someone else's number. This is when I worked at Telstra because I was trying to avoid the manager to just avoid a conversation about me not wanting to work there anymore. Like I, uh, I'm not got a confrontation, but you are. If you don't want to talk to someone, what do you say?
0: I'm just really honest now.
1: Say, so, okay, hi Ursula. My name is Simon, and me and my me and my girlfriend are getting married in a month. We're your biggest fans. Can you please perform for us? No. We're your biggest fans. Why not?
0: Okay. I'll, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, yeah. some lady, and she's lovely, right? And I've, because I record videos for people if they go, Oh, can you do a video for us about this or that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. So then this one's like, for her brother's birthday, I recorded him a little happy birthday message, right? He turned 50. And then she goes, okay, for my brother's birthday, this is now during lockdown, when we were hard out in lockdown, right? I I did the message. And then she goes, oh, I've just bought them tickets to your show. Can you come out for drinks with them? It'll just make their night and I will obviously buy you the drink, blah, blah, blah. And I just went, hi, I can't do that. Sorry, but I hope you have a great birthday. Then I just, then she's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, sort of almost surprised that I went, no, I'm not doing it. I go, look, I'd love to go for drinks, but honestly, I get a lot of family members contacting me, um, exactly like you just did. I'd be a complete alcoholic with no time to myself. (laughs) And I mean, that's true. Like, Jesus, if I accepted every offer that I got, I'd be off my chops sleeping in someone else's house. You basically said,
1: I don't want to hang out with you just because I don't want to hang out with you.
0: Yeah, but in a nice way. I didn't go, hey, fuck off. How did she reply to that? She said, he will love the fact that I bought him tickets and that is in the front section. He will be the one laughing his ass off. You Mm. won't miss him. And I totally understand Kiss. Yeah, you know what, because mm. this is, and, and this is um, Sarah Millikan taught me that. I asked her to give me a, write the cover for my book, mm. when I wrote my book. You, I wanted, a, you my, wanted a quote. Yeah, so I go, hey, Sarah, because I've done some stuff with her. I go, can you please give me a quote for my book? And she went, um, no, because I'm saving my quote for a friend of mine who's been writing a book for years and she's finally sort of getting to it. So I don't want to give too many quotes or too many books because then I feel it sort of dilutes it. But she took time oh. out and explained it to me and just went, basically, no, no. but this Right. And I wow. just thought, at the end of that, I thought, I'm not upset that she said no. I am impressed that she took the time to explain herself to me. Yeah. She's a grown no, She doesn't have to do it. So now mm. I do the same. When people ask me something, I go, hey, I hear what you're saying. I'm not mm. fucking doing
1: it. Okay. So it's harder with, say, friends or acquaintances. So, for instance, someone wants to hang out with you on Saturday night, but you just don't want to hang out with them because you just rather just, you don't need to rest at home, but you just would rather just stay at home. What would you say?
0: I go, no, you know what? I've had a tough week. I just want to lie at home. I don't want to go. I'm very honest now. And I think it comes with age too. Mm. Like I'm 45 now. I don't give a fuck anymore. If I don't want to go, I don't want to go. I'm not going to force myself to go sit in a scenario where I go, dear God, I'd much rather be at home. Now I just stay at home if I don't want to go. Because I'm 45 now, I've called my friends to a point where I only have the fucking caviar, you know, the creme de la creme is <laughs> oh left. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God, yes. And- I feel, am I in that? Am I there? Am I there?
0: Yeah, mate. Yes, oh, wait, Jesus. You and I have literally travelled the world together. I know, I
1: know. And Be- okay, how about this then? Not that I will do this. Beck has a. I've got an appointment with Beck. We're hanging out for coffee. I think on Monday we're having breakfast or something. Should I test out this? Hey, Beck. I'm really not interested in seeing you for breakfast because I've had a big weekend.
0: Yeah, just go. Hey, I know we've got plans for Monday, but I just don't feel like it. I'm gonna have a pajama <laughs> Wait, day and a me day. No, no, no. Let me. Let
1: me <laughs> go I'm miss you right now. Hey, yeah. Beck. I know we've got plans for Monday. What'd you say? But, but
0: uh, I'm just gonna take some me time and just chill out.
1: <laughs> She's gonna think something really bad is going on. But no. I'm just gonna no, take no. But me they also chill out.
0: Yeah. Just
1: chill
0: out, and, and, but I think you should still go spoil yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, wait. I'll, so I sign off. I don't want to make it seem like a joke. So just just a kiss, just an X or something. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I've sent it. She's gonna think that it's, it's me. I, I I really don't like her, actually. Big. Yeah, she's just.
0: Or, uh, she's the best manager we've ever had.
1: <laughs> no, she's 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 the best. I just um just want to see a reaction, um. Oh, she's reading it. She's online.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, she's Two blue
1: ticks. She's not saying anything. She's going to be fine
0: with it, mate. She's got a kid at oh home. Oh, my God, she went offline. This is so awkward. I don't even – actually, I want to catch up with her. <laughs> she's already with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> going, hey, I don't have to see Nazeem. Do you want to go for breakfast? <laughs> she's going to take Becky Lucas.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. There goes my career. <laughs> <laughs> Beck Sutherland, man. She's brutal. She makes some breaks. That's what they call her—the maker and breaker.
0: It does, Matt. People are so scared of her. I fucking love her. I love when you see people sort of, literally, when she walks into a room, they've, they've mm. got a physical reaction to I her. Know. I love it.
1: And also, when people have this idea of her as well, because I've heard a lot about her, Well, when they see her, yeah. like she's obviously a nice person. She has yeah. a soft face. She's not like a hard. But I think in their brain, they're like she's—I don't know—like a freaking tough, tough yeah. chick. She is, but you know, she's she's a tough chick. Oh, my God. What'd she say? Forgot you have radio anyway. <laughs> oh, she doesn't even want to She opened your diary.
0: That's why she's like, what's this fool up to? Oh, my God. Oh, she always calls us fools, and I Ew. love it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you fool.
1: Um, oh. i right, got to go to the gym. See? All I'm right, mate.
0: So uh, if you have anything that you want to know about Nazim, go check out his website, com. Um, follow him on socials, Nazim
1: will Also, watch Husey We Have a Problem on Channel 10 yeah. in Australia, 8.30 Mondays, because you're coming on and we will be chatting on that. Oh, yeah, we will. I love
0: solving problems. All right, thanks, Naz. That's enough already. Shut up. Oh, shush.